Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. Welcome to Philo Sophia. I'm Trevor, joined as always by my co-host Alfredo. Alfredo, how are you? I'm doing well. Good to hear you. Good to see you. It's uh, it's been a while. It's been even longer for our listeners because we recorded an episode that never aired because I messed up the audio. That was a good conversation, and it was a really good. It was a really good episode, <laughs> man. Although, of course, we say that about the one that no one else heard. It was the best episode ever. It was actually pretty good for not having an agenda or something to talk about. I know. Uh, we talked about a lot. It was an hour and a half. I know. I think we finished at midnight. I would. I would almost talk about the same stuff, but it would be. Uh, it wouldn't be natural. We we talked about Project Bluebeam, and we talked oh. about uh, Arianism in the Roman, the late Roman Empire. Dude, it was so good. But maybe it's best that we don't air it. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, I'm yeah. I might mention one crazy thing we learned about Project Bluebeam later, but dude, how was your uh, Labor Day weekend? It was, it was, it was good. Um, a lot of writing. Now focusing on paper two. Oh man, I know, I know. I'm just not as good as you. It's an on. No, no, I don't mean that. I just mean like as far as writing goes. It's just. Uh, it's uh It's an it's, onslaught. It's a long. Yeah, it's an onslaught. It's a long slog. Yeah, but you yeah, submitted but, you submitted one. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how that goes, and I'm just waiting. You know, the waiting time, and then that's not in the meantime, just juggling. Um, I was thinking about what we're gonna, what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, but there's so many there's so many things. But to me, it sounded like you wanted to have this chat. What's going on? Oh man. You got to warn me if you're going to put me on the spot like that. Nothing, man. I just, uh, it's not, it's <laughs> nice. It's nice to chat every once in a while. I, uh, I just got back from a road trip. I was in a city called Mendocino. Have you ever heard about it? Mendocino, California, of course. Mendocino. It's like this old town, really nice and overpriced right on the cliffs, right next to the ocean. Nice and overpriced. That sounds like yeah. home. It's a place you visit. Not live, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we got to drive through giant redwood forests right next to the ocean oh, for a few hours. Oh. It was nice. My whole family Beautiful. was car sick, but we, uh, we, we rode a train, a steam powered train through the redwoods. It was, dude, I saw that. It was fun, man. It was a cool trip. Like back to the future kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. How, how long was that trip? Uh, we left Wednesday and got back Sunday. Cool. How about that? train trip oh it you know what it used to be like three hours long but a cave caved in so oh. so now it's about an hour and a half <laughs> with the 30 minute <laughs> you stop and like picnic for 30 minutes so it's super short now but yeah. the, super short is super cool but i recommend anybody in northern california nice. go check out the skunk train it was skunk fun. train yeah that was pretty cool nice and you saw kurt Soccer, our, our former guest, he says hello. Yeah, he drove down. He's a a man of mystery as always. Uh, I like those license plates. Yeah, yeah. What were they? Geo Energy or something? Yeah, yeah geoengineering. If you have AKA, AKA chemtrails. Oh, you know what's funny? I don't think that's what he meant by it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but you're Probably. right. You're right. It does look like geoengineering. I think. Yeah. I think he meant geothermal energy because he oh. has the hot springs resort <laughs> yeah no you know that's it's confirmation bias whatever you see you know it just confirms what you believe i think i'll be careful a, with that that's i think of all the biases that's the most dangerous i think he'll get a kick out of uh you saying that that's funny geoengineering yeah, geoengineer i mean i thought it could well, we could mean uh terraforming you know kind yeah. of like the plan on mars he uh yeah, it was good catching up with him. He says hello. We talked a bit about, I don't know if I text him after. I don't remember the timeline, but he used to drive a water truck at Burning Man. And so all this stuff Ooh. is going on at Burning Man now. So I've, we've been chatting about it because he, he lives pretty close to there. So Oh, I heard it got pretty wild. Yeah, everybody got stuck. All the, all the tech bros <laughs> got stuck in the mud. And it's real mud. 
Yeah. Looks like real mud. It's always a good re- it's always a good look when you're doing a pagan ritual and you all get buried in mud. Yeah. Kind of like Northsmen, kind of Vikingish <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah. You know, going back to that. Have you been to one? Burning Man? No, have you? No, no, that's not my thing. Yeah, it's I don't even really get what it is. You just go burn this giant man, right? And do drugs. Yeah. I saw someone posted like Burning Man is crazy. And then they posted the stuff that like they were referring to. And it was like, if kids are listening, plug your ears, but it was like circle jerks and, and Mm. orgies. And I'm like, man, that just, Mm. that doesn't do it for me, man. (laughs) (laughs) The Burning Man, I guess it's open to interpretation. It can mean a lot of things to different people, right? The actual process of doing. Yeah. You know, like it's like burning your fears away, a new beginning. Or burning, I don't know. So it can be open, I guess. Oh yeah, sure. Right, right. I but the uh, mud part that, that was fun. It, yeah, it's a weird. It's Burning Man's a weird thing, man. But um, anyway, what what were we, what were we talking about last time? Oh, last time we talked about Project Bluebeam, and I was shocked because we put it into Chat GPT. Oh yeah, we did, and we said, "What is Project Bluebeam?" And I was expecting it to talk all about aliens. Like mm-hmm. it's it's where the the government fakes an alien invasion to get you to unite in a world religion and blah, 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 blah. That's like what I hear a lot. But the first component of Project Bluebeam, according to ChatGPT, was to get humans to raise questions about their origins and question traditional archaeological beliefs. And there was a process, right? Phase one, two, three. Yeah. And that was just crazy to me because I had never associated Project Bluebeam with like that kind of stuff. And, uh, it, you know, it sure makes you think about all this stuff coming out, like the show on Netflix with Graham Hancock and all the Randall Carlson stuff about basically, which I'm on that side usually. I mean, not usually, always about like, hey, Let's question everything. Why are we so confident that the pyramids are only 4,000 years old? And why are we so blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to see that that's the first component of Project Bluebeam. That was. To break down old traditions and ways of thinking and establish a new one. Um, yeah. yeah kind of crazy. Including religion, which is kind of wild. Now that we're talking about chat GPT, dude. I remember you and I talking about it and going off about it and it's, it was just like a baby and we had a few episodes, I think, talking about it, but now it's everywhere. Uh, one of the universities that uh, one of my kids uh, attends to, he basically, he just got an email, uh, a form stating that, you know, for his work or graduate program, he will not be using or he has to state that he'll be using chat GPT or any AI tool for uh, assignments. Wow. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And you have to sign it each student. That's interesting. I just, I think that's the wrong uh, approach though. I mean, it's right. ki- it's kind of like in the early days of the internet, signing a paper saying like, you will not use the internet right, to complete any work. It's like, well, I don't know. Make the assignments a little more, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the right answer is, but like it's just it's a better Google. That's all it is. It's like it's a Google you can have human conversation with, you know? Right. So it's like, really, are we gonna can you are you not allowed to look things up on Google then? Like yeah. yeah. It's it's Google and steroids. Although I, I do yeah. get it can write a paper, which is a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You just write a topic, you can write a paper. you just tell it write a two page paper, you know, an assignment and get it out of the way you know base and you give it a few points pretty wild actually i just i feel like i I don't know i feel like institutions will have to adapt though because it's i don't think that's really a long-term solution like hey don't use it they have and they have i don't know if you know but now they are hiring or purchasing services to another ai kind of product to recognize to see you know the plagiarism yeah. Kind of like universities have nowadays. But now instead of plagiarism, it basically the algorithm reads the potential of uh, 
what you're reading, it's actually emanating from AI. That's you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It picks up like a, different answers and different responses, basically in the responses, uh, which that is really interesting. That makes sense. I mean, if you just are constantly feeding it um, training data, that right. it's going to start to pick up on patterns and stuff. I, yeah, I guess there's a big difference between using it to learn and using it to generate content because I generate and submit. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you're right. That's completely different. Yeah. But I, it's just, dude, I use it so much that it's we like, use it like a calculator though. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, how can you not do a math problem without a calculator? It's, it's all right. You know, don't use a calculator. No, it's impossible. Yeah. Do you remember there's all the memes going around like of teachers when we were kids saying, you're not going to have a calculator with you in your pocket everywhere you go. <laughs> And now we all have, now we all have supercomputers in our pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's like, um, I use it like, say, say I have two spreadsheets with data, right? And one is, one is blood markers and one is like survey data. And it's like, okay, I want to merge all the survey data into the blood markers. So I can see right. like, does a depression rating correlate with cholesterol? Right. Right. Well, right. I, I need, I need to write an Excel script or formula that's going to make sure the right ones get merged to the right ones. Cause it's not like, it's not as simple as just like copying and pasting, right? You got to make sure each visit ID matches up with each visit ID, blah, blah, blah. I could go on Google and take 20 minutes to make sure I have it all right. Or I could just take 30 seconds to tell Jet GPT like, Hey, these are the names of my two spreadsheets. These are the variables I want to merge. This is right. the key I want to use. I want to match this variable. Dude, immediate. And it always works. <laughs> it always works. I had to do that to convert Pico uh, liters to milliliters and to moles. To moles, so that that's right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So that, and he just did it for each subject. It was pretty wild. And then calculate the ratio after it converted to moles. It did it. I did it like in less than twenty minutes. It was pretty wild. Yeah. When when stuff like when it's stuff like that, I'm like, okay, how are you going to tell me that this yeah. is like not useful? I don't know. I I do I do get the concern about AI and stuff, but um, dude, speaking of stuff we've talked about in the past that's popular, everybody right now is talking again about aliens but now specifically aliens in a spiritual context. I'm hearing it all the time. Every podcast is talking about aliens in a spiritual context, which is something we kind of did with the Anunnaki way back when. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's new though. You know, uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm just not used to hearing it on like the yes. stuff I listen to. Well, look what happened to Sardinrup. Look what happened to uh, the 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 shower that we had, uh, the comet, uh, the whole shower thing. Yeah, dude, I heard it left and right. This thing has been going on forever. People are going nuts <laughs> over it. It's like, dude, this is nothing new. Yes, we don't have a moon, but this is nothing new. Every year, dude, this happens. Everyone showed up at Joshua Tree. Did the you mile, go? It, there was three. No, look, look. I so I was looking. I was going to go around eleven yeah. or so, dude. The, it's like three, four miles to get in. No way. The way, dude. And there was no parking. People were parking everywhere. Trash everywhere. And then the next day, they posted Joshua Tree. That is, uh, they were saying that uh, the busiest day ever in the history of. We could have predicted that. They advertised right. so much. Yeah. It was everywhere. And now this aliens in the spiritual people are realm. definitely people are definitely into that right now for some reason. AKA the devil. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's like okay, it's easy to see that kind of stuff in a biblical perspective. Like my friend my friend Al, anonymous Al, it's I honestly, I can't even fault him anymore for connecting dots. Like he's one of those guys who's always connecting dots, you know, like all oh, oh, this. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now I'm like, man, I don't, I don't blame you at all for coming to these conclusions. So, uh, Rogan had on two of the guys from that, um, congressional testimony thing. Uh -huh. They didn't speak. They were just in the audience, Jeremy Corbell and, uh, I don't know the other guy's name, but they're, they're like, they're involved in every UFO thing. You know, they're like, 
used to be like huge dorks, but now they're very popular because UFOs are popular right now, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> which has mm-hmm. before, like there's less stigma, you know? Yeah. Cause it's official now. Yeah. So these are the guys, From the government. Yeah. So these are the guys who like broke the story about David Fravor seeing the Tic Tac mm-hmm. in, in his F-18 and this other guy, Ryan Graves, seeing it in his F-18. Like they're, they're kind of like the journalists who report on this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they went on Joe Rogan and their interviews are always the worst. How come? Well, they're all, it always sounds like they're on the verge of breaking news, you know? <laughs> like they're always like on the verge of like, but there's never anything new. Like there's never anything really new or exciting. It's like, I know a guy who says this, or I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Oh man. And uh, Joe Rogan was kind of calling him on that a little bit. Oh, nice. And he was saying like, why because what they're saying is that everyone in the government, not everyone, but there are people in the government who know a lot more than we do about this topic, right? And that's okay, right? I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't want to know everything. Right. But Rogan's question was kind of like, okay, that's fine. But like, why, why not, re- now that this is pretty accepted by people, why not release some basic oh, no. details? We're not ready. Some basic, well, and so that's what I said. Well, you're not ready. And Rogan was like, what? We're so ready. What are you talking about? Like, Rogan is ready, but Rogan is not right. The rest of the people don't well, freak out, man. Well, this is at, at the time I was in my head. I was agreeing with Rogan. I was like, no one, people release this stuff all the time. No one cares. It'd, it'd be old news in a week. If, if Biden came out and said, yes, there's an interlock intergalactic federation of planets and <laughs> they're traveling the stars. I don't, I don't think, anyone would like end their life over that, you know, but, but the guy said, well, Joe, you can surely imagine scenarios where the truth would drive people to madness. Yes, dude. And, and he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, maybe what you just said, isn't the truth. Maybe there isn't an intergalactic federation of peaceful aliens. Maybe we're livestock. Maybe we're property. And these de- demonic, he, I think he used the word demonic or evil. Ooh. Demonic forces are harvesting our souls. And Rogan was like, oh. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just so weird because these guys, I feel like have always kept this in sort of a sci-fi box. Mm-hmm. But now, now everyone's getting into like the spiritual component. Good, because that's the ultimate war. The war for your soul. You know what? I think you might be right, man. I think uh, there is either that or everyone's just decided to manipulate the narrative in this direction. Because it is weird. Like everything I'm listening to right now is about not, I mean, I don't listen to that much UFO stuff, but the stuff I do listen to, they're starting to paint it in sort of like a angels versus demons kind of context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is how yeah, Kurt, it, it, which is how Kurt described it on our show when we uh, right, when we interviewed right. him. Demons being extraterrestrials, right? Those visitors, either physical or or kind of something sort of not quite physical, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then and then here we are having shows about paranormal activities and inviting them over. I mean, this has yeah. been going on for thousands of years. I yeah. mean, they're. Yeah, the Catholic Church knew about this. And they have uh, books in the Vatican Library about all the demonology. I like think this so, is man. stuff that is out there. Yeah, symbolism. Basically, they communicate through symbols, and so all that is hidden, supposedly hidden, but it leads us to witchcraft. So you're going to see a lot of witchcraft stuff, like witch this, witch that, which is enticing for the young mind. Because it's of the unknown, ooh, you know, but that shit is dangerous. That's just a passport. It just to me, it just feels You're like asking for trouble. It feels like all of these different stories are slowly converging towards one story. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have we have witchcraft and magic. Mm-hmm. We have we have e- good and evil, demons and angels, and we have aliens, sci-fi. It just feels like they're all kind of converging onto one thing, which one is really, which is really interesting, man. It, it's a, uh, it's wild to watch. I just listened. There's, there's this podcast called the Y files, which 
I'm sure anyone who has found us has already listened to them, but I see. they, uh, they just had their last episode was about the, the Anunnaki and all of the history, all the texts that refer to a pre lunar time, a time before the moon. And he does this thing where he kind of like makes it sound like it's all true. And then he kind of like does some rebuttals at the end. Uh, but, but anyway, a part of the story is that, uh, that some, somehow the moon prevents our souls from leaving the earth. Right. And, uh, whatever he kind of, he kind of, he kind of both is interested in the topic and mocks the topic. He kind of like plays both sides. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting that all this stuff is coming out at the same time. And it also reminds me a lot about when we talked about Gnosticism mm-hmm. and we talked about Christian Gnosticism, they're, kind of central belief was that there were these entities out in the galaxy called Archon that kept our souls trapped on earth. And they were like, name of those guys, Archons, Archons. That sounds cool. Anak, Archons, Anunnaki. I mean, it all seems sort of guardians, guardians of, uh, basically right. You're the soul. They keep the soul trapped. And that the only way to get past them was, you know, Jesus and light and stuff. And it's like, why? It just feels like, I don't know, maybe I'm be, maybe it's because I'm into it more than I used to be, but it just seems like all these sort of pop culture things are sort of starting to talk about yeah. this topic, which a year ago would have been insane to talk about. You Do know? you ever feel like this thinking machine never ends? Like there's always something going on. You know what I'm talking about? What thinking machine? The the, the 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 overall think ma- thinking machine. Are what you I'm referring to, to like a collective consciousness? A collective consciousness. Yes, yes. yes oh, I think exactly. So. Just I to th- keep you on edge, man. I think about that kind of stuff all the time, man. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Just to keep you on edge, from food to the water you drink to the air that you breathe, everything is just. A, a collective human consciousness and then we're, we're, we've been trying to survive right all this nonsense and it's just a constant bombardment of confusion from other from a higher or other other entities other humans okay there's just they're just confusing people man it's uh we lost our way well the you know this is the next few things I say are going to sound like a subject change, but I don't think they are. So, you know, kind of the underlying theme with all these ideas that I've been bringing up is that these evil entities or whatever, they, they feed on, on human emotion. So it would make sense to sort of perpetually keep us in this constant state of some places are happy. Some places are at war. Everybody's afraid. The ultimate is fear. And I mean, that's kind of a, it's a crazy thing to entertain, but life's crazy. The whole thing's absurd. So I don't think it's weird to entertain these ideas, you know, but, uh, I saw, I just saw a post that said the German air blitz of London happened 83 years ago today. Wow. And I'm like, 83 years is nothing, but think how different the world 83, how different the world was 83 years ago. My grandpa passed away this year. I think if he was alive, he would have been about 83. Wow. So my in my grandfather's lifetime, about, there was a German blitz on London with these old planes that looked like they could barely fly. Drop right. Them. That's not that long ago, man. That's not that long ago. And it's like, how long, you're like you're saying, how long has this cycle been going on? And how much happens in just 80 years? I can't imagine oh, millions or hundreds of thousands yeah. or whatever. And that was and that was with newspaper. Like people would uh, would know things that would happen. Yeah. Like uh, across the world, you know, you have to wait for the newspaper. Now it's immediate. It's like an immediate dosage of fear. Thanks to oh, social yeah. media and communication. Just communication. It's, technology. It's interesting because objectively we're all so much safer. Not all, but for the most part, the world is getting safer and happier and healthier, sort of. But we're all so much more stressed out. So much more fear. Yeah, dude. The anxiety levels are and are despair. High. Yeah. And usually the depression and anxiety are just 
out of control. Unfortunately for the Gen Zs, his anxiety is so real to them. I um, I want you to Google something. Okay. And people listening do it too, so to see if, if it still works in real time, it might change. But Google um, sperm count 2045. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. And so first thing that actually pops up, I'll read it to you. It says the trend line of these statistics implies that human sperm will approach zero by roughly 2045. It's crazy. And so there's similar like trend lines for all sorts of markers of fertility, like testosterone and not even just men, women too. But one to two percent a year, dude. So twenty years from now, there could be, and it's not necessarily linear. It could be quicker. It could be much longer. But like, let's just have fun and entertain the idea. Not that it's fun, but that in twenty years, no one will be able to have a baby, or just about zero. In twenty-two years, that's crazy. Isn't that? Let's get real weird. Are we allowed to get real conspiratorial on this show? You think that's even conspiracy? That's true science. No, yeah, that's no, no. But what I'm about to say is, oh no, here I hear you. What are you going to say? Let's let's pretend we're my friend anonymous Al for a second, and everything is playing out on this prophesized apocalyptic timeline in Revelations from the Bible, right? So one of the one of the reasons that. Biblically, one of the reasons why the apocalypse, the the second coming has taken so long is partly to save as many souls as possible. And there's a lot of different ways people interpret that. But what if it's referring to the fact that... I think I know where you're going. Like, say the apocalypse happened today, right? Think of all the kids that were never born, all the souls that were never created. Wouldn't you want to start the apocalypse at the time that there's no new souls being made to save? And I guarantee you that will coincide with the huge increase in wickedness that's referred to in the Bible that happens at the end times, because we're going to be trying to figure out crazy ways to make life. Genetic engineering, transhumanism. And Mm. so how, okay, I'm a, mainstream scientist by trade right now. So I need to be careful the kind of stuff I say, but (laughs) hypothetically you can imagine if you're Al, not me, of course, I would never think these kind of crazy ideas, but if you're Al, you could really start to connect some interesting dots, right? Completely. Completely. Wow. I, I never knew that. I knew they were going down, but not that drastically. Yeah, it it might be 40 years off, but what if that you can imagine that's the overall plan and not even that it's orchestrated, but that's, that's what we're headed towards. The last sons of Zion. Ooh, you like that one? I don't know what it's referring to. So you're going to have to explain. A movie, a movie, the matrix, me and my movies. Oh, Zion. Yeah. Yeah. The last sons of Zion. I was thinking of, I was thinking of like Israel. Okay. Yes. They were born. Well, kind of, they were born naturally. So they didn't have the, the little adapter for a computer, you know, that's right. It was born naturally, not artificially, you know, man, that's crazy. All of these, all these like narratives from my youth, just they all sort of seem to be converging on this like, again, right? Uh, so what you're trying to what we're trying to say, I'm going to include myself, is that by 2045, that will be a good time to uh, start shit up. Yeah, I think right around whatever time we start having a hard time creating new souls, if such a thing exists. And when we start doing some pretty wicked stuff, biblically speaking, right, to create life, to try to create life, to engineer I just, life. I just don't understand why is it decreasing? Like, what's what's going on? Food? Food's a big part of it. I, I think the main, the main driver is plastic. Uh, specifically, these chemicals called uh, phthalates and plastic. Oh, yeah. They're sort of so bad. So just, you know... Cups are lined with plastic. Cans are lined with plastic. Um, you know, we, we cook food in plastics. Like uh, 
I think plastic is the main thing, but there's a million things. There's a million different things. Yeah, but I'm sure it's a catalyst of some sort, right? The plastic. Because it was in yeah. the 50s that it was created, that and nylon and all the other plastics. And that's when it, that's when it started. Right. Yeah. The, by the pond. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the guy killed himself. You know that the guy who created uh, one of the plastics. He was under pressure and what couldn't take it anyway. Yeah, man, read about it. Tell the me more. Give me it. more information. No, no, he was <laughs> under pressure by the pond, by the pond, and then he couldn't take it anymore. He killed himself in the fifties. They were trying to. It, it was little. I think just before or after the war. But they wanted to patent the plastic, basically. Yeah, mm. uh, all different plastics, including the, the when that's when nylon was created, basically, the plastic, you know, and all the other plastics. Whoa! And so yeah, so we have that. We have the uh, high corn syrup, right? Yep. Fructose, yeah, right? all that jazz. Because we've eaten meat forever. Oh yeah, it's not. I don't think meat is a problem. Whoever meat is not a problem. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about that for an hour. It was in the fifties. All these know, heart attacks right? were happening at the same time that we started becoming a lot more stressed out. We started modifying the food systems. We started eating a lot more processed food, and so they they paid not very much, like fifty thousand dollars, to some Harvard scientists to point the finger at fat, animal fat. Oh, I remember low. Everything was low fat. That's when we yep. saw everything low fat, low fat, low fat. And so you can look at the graph of animal fat consumption dropping like a rock, sugar and vegetable oil consumption going up like crazy, and you overlay, you overlay the um, heart disease Cancer. treatment Cancer. Yeah. prevalence, and it's it's perfect. It's perfect correlations. Mm -hmm. Between wow. if you now if you overlay heart disease mortality, which is kind of the trick that they like to do, it looks like it kind of fixed things. But that's only because we've gotten much better at tr at treating heart disease. So there, but right. if you look at prevalence of heart disease, it's a perfect perfect correlation with decreased animal fat, increased uh, in processed seed oil, and fructose corn syrup. But uh, I'm not but saying I, animal I, fat's good for you. I'm just saying we've ate animal fat for a long time and heart disease really wasn't an issue until mm -hmm. we started getting stressed out and eating processed foods. So yeah, that's it, man. I'm with you a hundred percent. What is that? Uh, what is that product that uh, Bobby Jr. Kennedy Jr. was talking about that's in the water? Uh, I don't know. Acertate? Oh, uh, no, it's atrazine, I think. Atrazine, it's uh, <laughs> also decreasing sperm count. Yep, yep. There's a funny there's a funny clip of Alex Jones. You know Alex Jones, right? Yes, yes, yeah, got, of course. They're putting chemicals in the water that are making the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I laugh every time I hear that. But yes, yes, that's absolutely part of it. Yeah. We're we're funny. dude, we're on a we're on a our ability to procreate is a it's a full on assault. Particularly in the Western world. Well, but, you know why, right? Because we have finite, you know, the graph about 2050, right? That we're going to run out of everything by then. Do you, do you think that's true? I don't. I think it's true if you want to make it true. Yes, that's what I think as well. Exactly what you, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to make it true, yes, it will happen. But no, man, we've been uh, doing crops and oh, our, yeah. our, our Mother Earth is fertile. You know, we can yeah. we have the sun, we have the water, we can run crops forever. But again, you know, who's running the seed world, right? Yeah, I think I think that very well could happen when we run out like of everything GMOs in 2050. And all that. But it yeah. will be our own fault. It will be stupidity. And so I think they just want propaganda. I think they just want a reason what, to eliminate a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Hey, you know, the Georgia Stones, uh, they got yep. demolished. Was it this year or that last was a, year? I think it was last year. Yeah, was yeah. it last year? I and think someone so. just kind of bombed that. Shit. Yeah, and the time <laughs> capsule was gone underneath. Right, right. That was pretty wild. I'm referring to that right now because on the top one it says you know controlled population. I think to five hundred thousand or something yep. like that. It was crazy number. Yep. Maybe, maybe, maybe in that time capsule was a. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to sound crazy. Never mind. I've taken it no, back. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> I got a little wild there for a minute. Yeah, yeah but they're so. gone, man. They're gone. So that that was that was kind of cool. But it, it I, makes you 
think though why do they want to why why is it that they want to control a population who's they in this context would you say the higher forces you know the people running the shows man the now, globalists now here's the question are the people running things these uh demonic forces you want to get wild? anything that is not good is evil so there anything go. that is not from god is you could say demonic now demonic comes from demon right meaning evil I think, no, that's what it means to me, but I know the word is kind of off-putting, you know, to a lot of people. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, we, I think the big thing on this show that really got me excited talking about was this, almost like the simulation hypothesis. Dude, that we're in a game? Yeah, but then I think kind of halfway through the show, I kind of realized that that's, that's just sort of like a secular christian narrative you know like i'm trying to come up with uh scientific terminology to describe biblical concepts that there's a creator Mm. outside of this universe that Mm -hmm. can influence our reality that made us that designed us and that Mm -hmm. you know there's a potential to as you like to say like game over continue question mark you know I, I just started realizing that that simulation hypothesis, it's just, it's the Christian narrative in a different box, different form, you know? And so I feel like a lot of the show has been me becoming more accepting of some of these ideas as someone who's been mm-hmm. an atheist my whole life. Mm-hmm. I would say right now in our culture, it's never been more compelling to me, mm. that narrative. But at the same time, for the last 2,000 years, people have been predicting the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe there's just something in us that just wants this show to wrap up at some point. Maybe we can't comprehend it going on forever. Right. Right. Um, have you heard people like in the 80s or 90s that they're just tired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, I just, I'm just tired. Like, I, I don't care anymore. I'm just tired. And they're literally tired. Well, they're if you tired. could, if you could Bullshit. talk to a 70 year old during the, the air blitz of London, right? Right. You sit down with them and you say, okay, listen, here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to win. Yay. It's all going to be good. And then 80 years from now, these are the types of things we're going to be arguing about. And these these are the this is the geopolitical landscape, right? That seventy year old will be like, man, the world just needs to end. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus needs to come back. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah, and they've been saying that since he left. You know, they've been yep. waiting for him since he left. Yep. So I mean, I'm sure that's what they said when Roman broke up. That's the end of the world. Roman oh, doesn't. Yeah. Right. The Roman Empire doesn't exist. Oh shit. Yep. What are we gonna do? Right. Oh, everyone it's out of the door. Everyone the thought troops. the world was ending. It was the apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, total apocalypse. Total apocalypse. Yeah. But we made it through, right? I mean. Yeah. So that's the question. I mean, maybe the world is heading towards quote unquote the apocalypse, but maybe we do it. We keep it going for another 20,000 years. The only threatening. See, this is the thing then and now. Right, the Roman Empire collapsing, everything. But now, like with the nuclear power, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different story. It's 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 different now. Yeah, you can basically decimate the entire human race with this nuclear power. Yeah, and it's like okay, even with the nuclear power, you can see a way where like some people survive, right? How on bunkers? Yeah. I don't know. You can just imagine a way. Some people have built that, you know. They they actually build bunkers and they have food for months until radi- have radiation suits and the whole thing. And most likely it's just going to be like the superpower, heavily populated areas that get hit. Obviously the whole world is going to be plunged right. into darkness and it's going to be terrible. It's but you huge fallout. You can imagine fallout. some like pockets of people that survive. Yeah. All we need is one dude and one girl. Yeah, but then it's or like one one woman and one man. But what if it. what if that one dude doesn't have any sperm because it's twenty fifty? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. Right. Then it's like, right. okay, you know, maybe it could, uh, it could end. And it's like, is it just a self-fulfilling prophecy? Like, did the writers of the Bible, were they just men? And they just looked around at how maniacal we all were. And they're like, yeah, the world's going to end. You know, and they wrote that yeah. in there. Yeah. Or or is it a real prophecy? And here we go. Now we're in it. I don't, it's, fun, it's fun to think about. It's fun to think about, and I'm glad there are no dates. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'm glad, you know, when they ask him, so when is it? All gonna go to shit. It's like, well, I, I don't even know. Yeah, because what my, if, what if they only had put, my father does? Not even the angels in heaven know. No one knows. It's just my father. Because I don't what, even know. Because what if they put year two thousand? Right, year two thousand. It all ends, and it's like, here we are in twenty twenty three, and we're all like, oh, the Bible's completely wrong. It's all it's all BS. Right. Or would we actually have caused the world to end in the year two thousand? <laughs> I don't know, or 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 there, there's a none of that happens. Well, there's an end, but there's a, a new version of us, right? Version yes. whatever number we are. Yes, yeah. Because when you say the world is going to end, and Jesus is going to come back, and souls are going to be judged, does the Bible say there's not going to be a V three or a V ten or a V two, whatever we are? You know, it does say that. That we're gonna come back after a thousand years, really? So this, oh yeah. So, ready? give me the deets, is, man. Give me the deets. Uh, I'll keep it simple. I'll keep it simple. Okay. So shit happens. The end of the world, right? So people are just collapse. There, it's massive hysteria everywhere, right? And then we see Jesus coming, yay, right? But he's not gonna land his ship here, right? He's not even gonna touch Earth because Earth is. Uh, non-pure so he's just going to be floating so that's one of the ways that we can know the real jesus versus the right because there's supposed to be a fake second coming right 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 so the fake second coming will you know he'll have a throne on earth the real jesus is not supposed to touch the earth anyway so he's going to resurrect those who have been dead who believed in him all those guys up we go and all with the People who believe in him, whoosh, up we go. We're going to meet him in the clouds. I'm doing hand gestures, quote unquote. I see your air quotes, yes. Yeah, 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 air quotes. And then we're going to go, or I'm including myself, and those people, the good people and the people who have died, they're going to go for a thousand years somewhere. Earth is going to be basically with all the... Is that is that basically the rapture? Yes. Okay. In all full... And like in all its glory, right? Now the and people he, left on Earth aren't not technically damned at that point, right? They could still be saved. They are, or they are because okay. they were not chosen. Okay, okay. So, yeah, um, and so uh, it's going to be a mess. And supposedly, when he comes back in a thousand, because it's going to take a thousand years, he's going to come back and then just uh, <laughs> do a flamethrower and just throw everyone in the lake of fire. So those people that get left after the rapture, some of them survive for a thousand years. Yeah. I mean, they're blood. They're, you know, not them personally, supposedly, supposedly. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so all those, uh, cause he's going to resurrect. I think he's going to resurrect both because there's going to be two resurrections, one of the good ones. And then he's going to resurrect the bad ones. I think on this, like after a thousand years, and then he's going to burn them all at once. And then he's going to install the new Jerusalem on earth. And that's in so, the, yes, there's a next version of us. Wow. Okay. Cause I, so I've heard, the, the I've end. heard, I've heard that <laughs> sort of story. And then I've also heard the story where like, and bo- both people I've heard this from claim that it's biblical. The story that basically if, if you're not saved, you know, you just die. Right. That's your punishment. You cease right. to exist when you die. When you die, you cease to exist. Well, we're, you cease to exist. Well, we're all dead, right? But well, you're not going to be resurrected. Is that what you're saying? N- right. You just die. But then, yeah, if you're saved, you're either you physically or your consciousness. Right. Right. That's basically the same thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I just mean like you're not, 
You're not burning in like a lake of fire or anything. Or... No. Oh, when you die? Yeah. Oh, you no, you will be resurrected if you were evil, and then you will burn in a lake of fire, supposedly. But the, but is that in the Bible? Yeah. Oh, because I've heard I've heard okay, I've heard different things. Cool. We got we'll have to do some investigation. We'll need some people to tell us. Yes. Dude, my friend, Anonymous Al. Yes. He told me a story that has made it so I cannot sleep at night. <laughs> do you want to hear friends? it? Of course I want to hear it. I don't want to sleep at night. Now, since he's anonymous, I think I can tell him this, tell this, but I almost hate to bring it up because it's like, I just want to forget it. it. I want to forget just I ever heard it. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he's, uh, He's lived an interesting life. I mean, we we became friends at a time when he was he was a wild animal, you know. Mm. He was not he has li- a family and wife now. Yeah, he was not living a a quote unquote biblical life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now he's uh, very biblical. He believes the Earth is flat because the Bible says we're under a firmament and the stars are in the waters above and blah blah blah. And so, but he's never, he's just now like really getting into actual literal reading the Bible. He's just only had, he he goes to church every week since he was a kid, but it's mostly, you know, church is a lot of song, singing songs and. Yeah. Church, churches are hospitals. Yeah. It's not like a lot of actual Bible reading going on. Yeah. You know, I don't need to go to church. Thanks. So he just like that night or a few nights ago started actually physically reading the Bible. Nice. Nice. Which book? I don't know. Okay. So he's in bed, middle of the night. Oh, this is good. (laughs) Dude, I'm getting the chills. (laughs) In bed, right? He feels, he wakes up because he thinks something's in the house. Someone is in the house. He's being robbed, right? Nice. And so he kind of sits up. It's not like sleep paralysis. He kind of sits up, but then, oh, dude, I'm, I'm freaking out. He feels he feels like whatever this presence is right next to him. Nice. Can't see. It. He's looking there. There's nothing there, right? And now keep in mind, you hear stories like this, and you're like, whatever. But I know this person. I don't. He's weird, but he's not insane. You know. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Like, friend. Like if he's telling me this, I believe him. Right. Right. And he says he starts being strangled. Oh, wow. Something physically gets on top of him and he feels gripping around his neck. Okay. So severe that he can't yell out. His wife's he's conscious. His wife's in bed next to him. He's awake. He's, he's not standing up, but he's not like locked in. Cause you, you do. There's a lot of stories like this. Right. But it's people call it sleep paralysis. Cause you're not, you're not able to move at all. Right. And he was awake. He was awake, according to him. Okay. Those are the gray areas that you can kind of say, like, okay, maybe, blah, blah, blah. But he believes that this happened without a doubt. And so he's being strangled and he thinks he's going to die. He says he's mad at his wife because she's not waking up and he's like gurgling. Right. And where is his wife? Right next to him in bed, asleep. And how come he doesn't hit her? He's, I can't, mean, he or can't, touches her. He's trying, but he can't really move because this force is now on top of him. You get what I'm saying? With so, hands, hands and feet, he cannot kick her or touch her? No. no, no, no Full on paralysis. I think he was dreaming. Maybe so. Maybe so. I hope so. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but what makes the story a little bit different is he's saying that he woke up because he thought something was in the house. But I agree. He could definitely have been dreaming. And uh, he says in his head, he says a prayer, specifically like Jesus save me kind of a thing. And it stops. It stops. Yeah, he was dreaming. I've had those dreams. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) Because that freaks me out. Nah, man. It's a a dream. I've I've had a dream after, uh, because I used to sleep with my headphones and listening to music. Yeah. When I was younger and in my teenage years, I uh, I listened to this song and then I had this fucking dream. It was the devil and Jesus playing cards, like on oh, top of the mountain. This is a cool dream. Yeah, on top of the mountain, and I'm like, oh, I recognize both of them. I was like, that's kind of cool. So I will go up to this hill, not mountain, but hill. And then I said, hey guys, what's what's happening? <laughs> That's how you introduce yourself yeah, to yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's happening? Yeah. Hey, what's up, bros? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? He's like, oh, we're playing for your soul. 
Oh, nice. And I'm like, and there were cards. And Texas like, Hold'em, Blackjack. What are we talking? Yeah, I don't know, man. And then, uh, and then I'm like, oh, and I freaked out, and I just woke up. Nothing compared to your friend's dream. I was gonna know? say that's that's not a good comparison. No, 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 no. I know, I know, yeah. I know. But no, no, no. True. But I, I think it was a. I had other dreams too. I agree. I think so too. I mean, that's. I hope so. His interpretation was. Now here's the thing. If I didn't know him, I would. This would be a hard eye roll if I heard someone I didn't know say this. But the thing yeah. is, I do. I do know him. You know, yeah. and uh, he believes that whatever it was was upset that he was starting to read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. True. But just know this, and maybe you can tell him this: <laughs> that whenever you are opening uh, the door, yep, and you're bringing in the good, you know, God into your life, no one can touch you. I think so. And I, but I think no one can touch you. Like no one, the, the devil cannot take away your life. That's what, that's what he, um, he afterwards had said, he, he referenced when Satan asked God's permission to mess with Job. Yeah. Job he, is a true example. He talks about how, yeah, he, you know, in hindsight, I know I was fine, but, yeah, I was physically being strangled in the middle yeah. of the night by something I couldn't see. That is his maybe, true maybe it belief. Did happen. Maybe I don't know. It happened. I don't know. Maybe it did happen. I hope not. <laughs> I hope maybe not. it did happen. But don't don't be afraid that to happen to you. Like I, no, I'm no, not, no, 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 like, no. I'm not. I'm not afraid of the devil, man. I no, no, no. I'm not afraid until I wake up at 3 a.m. and it's dark yeah. and I'm like looking around <laughs> and I remember this story. And no, my, I, I I've seen the devil. My. My wife had a similar thing happen to her when she was a kid. But, oh, no kidding. And so have a lot of other – this is a common the, – yes, the shadow yes. people. This is a common biblical and non-biblical thing and sleep paralysis. All right, so you saw the devil. Tell me about it. No, he was just wearing a you know, mini skirt and oh, yeah. beautiful hair. So. I think I've seen – I think I've seen that too. <laughs> I think I've seen him too. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. But – um. Yeah, yeah. Once you see the devil and you know face to face, and you get on your knees and ask for forgiveness, so he won't take or he or she won't take you. Uh, it really humbles you. Everything else becomes secondary, and you give thanks to God every day. After that, you basically have no fear, which was beautiful. Like I haven't had fear ever since that happened to me about. 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got on my knees. I, I prayed and I started, you know. Once you woke up? I said, give me. No, I was awake. It was not a dream. I thought you were talking about the card the card game. Oh, no, that's done. That was just one time. No, okay. no, 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 no. I physically, like, I've interacted with, with evil. I he, thought you were he was making. Coming, he was coming to collect my soul, like, really. Well, tell me this story. No, it's just that, man. It's just it's, it's it's just that, and then and then you just have to be ready for whatever needs to happen next. And I just got on my knees and I prayed, and he never came. Wow. Yeah. Now that, that was now that's fucking wild too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more it's. I have more details, but I, I don't care to talk about it. Okay, it was that's really fine. powerful. That's yeah, it was really powerful. But I still have the text that I read and Proverbs and ask for forgiveness and, you know, be be the, the penitent man and be mercy, mercy and ask for mercy and all these things. It really humbles you. Now everything else, like I said, is like become secondary. So I'm glad he had that experience hmm. to a certain degree. I'm sure it was frightening. I'm sorry. Anonymous Al. He really lets <laughs> me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you know, it happened for a reason. Yeah, I think so. But I, no, uh, no, I, I think God is more. I mean, the devil is a created being and God is the ruler. So just keep keep reading, man. Keep reading. Yeah, I like it. That that's funny because yeah. that's what my friend said to me. He's like, "Now don't let me don't this scare you out of starting to read the Bible." And I was like, "Oh, well, no, trust me, it doesn't." But <laughs> I I think if and if really if anything I think the message from a story like that is you should be doing these sorts of things you know but I don't know man there's I think the moral of tonight's episode is 
It's a hell of a time to be alive. Yes. Enjoy every day. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. I think that is the moral. Enjoy every day. Enjoy every day. It Keep could your, be your eyes last. on the prize. Yep. Set now, now it sounds like we're on the side of a, a flag football game. <laughs> Leave it all on the field. You play like this is the last day on earth. And you have your eye on the prize. That's right. Keep your eyes on the prize. I meaning, the- meaning, you know, don't let other secondary forces or social media create this fake anxiety because it, it, it's it's not it's there it's a battlefield for your soul so i agree with you where do you think the anxiety comes from meaninglessness un, 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 no uncertainty 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 but life has sort of always been uncertain you know yeah but now has it gotten more uncertain it's just more of it yeah you know what am i the gas prices will i will i be able to buy a house and then this coronavirus i mean that's just threw people off the edge man i think i think we need to play as humans we need to place ourselves within a story mm-hmm. and i think more and more we don't have a story that unites us right Right. Or that like that that unites us collectively or also makes sense to each of us individually. Well put. Well you know, said. We don't have we don't have like a meaningful struggle. Everything seems kind of meaningless. Yeah, like a struggle. Like a struggle can be good, but if the str- like if the struggle doesn't have any meaning, it just defeats you, you know? Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. it has meaning, it kind of builds you up i guess no absolutely absolutely um keep keep talking are you looking for a quote (laughs) yes i am how did you know that you like sunglasses i could tell i could tell when you're looking for something no uh, i just want to give credit to those who who to the guy who said it like i can he said i can you can google i guess i can endure any pain as long as he has meaning oh yeah right uh, man's search for meaning is that what it is no but that's a good book man's search for <laughs> meaning victor frankel mm, i can victor oh well yeah so it's such good quotes talks about this guy who went through um the concentration camps in germany mm-hmm. and just kind of talking about the people who survived and the people who didn't like uh, obviously most people didn't have a choice you know they a lot of people his first day there he's walking down a line and there's a, a German officer or whatever. And, uh, each, per- each person walks off the train. He looks at him and he points left or right, left or right, left or right. Each person, right? Left or right, left, or right, left, or right. And then the next day he realizes all the people that the guy pointed left for got cremated alive oh, that, man. that night. Oh, man. And now here he is and he endures years of physical labor, but the book is just about, the people that survived that, the people who had a choice, basically the people who weren't immediately killed, mm-hmm. the difference between the people who lived and the people who died. And it was, it was just the people who basically, it just all seemed meaningless to them. That's crazy. Those are the people who died. They just gave up, I guess, which is, dude, it's wild to think about that people have gone through that. And here we are so stressed out. And we've got no real problems. <laughs> no, no gas chambers. <laughs> right. <laughs> no real problems compared to that, you know. Yeah. It's just a lack yeah. of lack of meaning, I it, guess. A lack of meaning and 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 people are forgetting the past. Like if you look at what people survived, it gives you meaning. It kind of puts things in perspective, I think. You know, like like Frankel, what he went through, and and like you said, now it's like it's completely different, completely different. But again, we, they, quote unquote, they want you to forget about the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They want you to forget about how the the human, how resilient we are. You know, people. That's one of the things that like people get ridiculed for is using the term they. 
But I know I, it's what quote unquote. But more, but more and more, I think you know there might be a they. You know, we might just all need to come together and kind of operationally define it. You don't think there's a day? No, I think there might be. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I think see. I think there might actually be a they. If we're just kind of willing to define they as whatever this malevolent force is in the world, you know? There you go. That's they. That's they. And anyway. They use, and they use humans. And, it, you know, the, the existence of a they does, I think, kind of give a little bit of meaning or like a focus, you know, because we're, we're, we're all so stressed out because we don't have a purpose. We don't have a focus. We don't have a, we don't have a highest ideal. We don't have a, a lowest low that we're trying to avoid. We just have kind of like this like loose sense of, am I doing better than other people? Am I doing worse? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Mm-hmm. I think the idea of a, they of, of a, of an evil of a Satan, I actually think that is kind of empowering. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Is that a weird no. thing to say? No, not at all. Not at all. I think Frank Sinatra said, the sweet ain't sweet without the sour. Oh, man. Okay. Old, old blue eyes with a good <laughs> quote, the sweet ain't sweet without the sour. That's right. That's a good Meaning sp- that uh, how would you know something is sweet if you haven't had the sour? That's right. If you, yeah. if you didn't even have sour taste buds, would sweet even be sweet? That's an interesting thing. Interesting question. Huh. That's right. It's a good spot to end, man. I think so. For not having a topic, I think we will have a, a topic way. next time. I have a few ideas. We might even have a guest next time. Our guest, even our, better. Our guest set is that we've been meaning to have has just been kind of rearranging some stuff. His schedule has been kind of thrown into some uncertainty, but I spoke digitally with him recently, and I'm thinking. Either our next episode or the episode after will be about, sure. I think, Gnosticism from someone who yeah. who actually considers themselves to be a Gnostic. So, Ooh, even better. So that'll be interesting. And uh, yeah. thanks for making time, man. And we'll talk again soon. Uh, Let's do it. Follow sorry us. For disappear. Sorry, sorry to disappear. Well, to be fair, we—I mean, we did have an episode. I just—I screwed it up. So sorry to disappear from our fans. Yes, 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 sorry. yes. But you know, sometimes when the tie is high, you have to swing, man. When the, now you're just busting out the quotes. Oh yeah, when the tie is high, you have to swim, right? <laughs> so you can't, you can't drown. And so it's been high tie for me. Now it's low tie. Now you're now you just got to make sure you're not washing up on the jagged rocks. That no, area. no rocks, just sand with a nice margarita. Oh, that sounds good. I want everyone. I'm into, I, I'm into this jalapeno margaritas lately, as of late. Oh, oh, they're so good. Cucumber jalapeno. I make them, you know. I've got some. I've got some jalapenos in my garden. Oh, I'll bring dude, them over for you, dude. Yeah, with the more, I'll make them nice and fresh, man. It's delicious. I also have more watermelons than I know what to do with. Would that be a good margarita, right? Watermelon margarita, one of the best ones, if oh, you know how to make them. What about a watermelon jalapeno margarita? Would that be good? Never had it. I'll be at your house soon with ingredients. All right, everybody. Oh. <laughs> and I don't mean tonight. <laughs> soon. Just, you know, the proverbial right. soon. I hear you. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Follow us on Instagram at our underscore philosophia. Send us an email at admin at ourphilosophia.com. Check out the website, ourphilosophia.com, or support our sponsors, sponsor, thesacredritual.com, and yes. use code SOPHIA, S-O-P-H-I-A, for a 10% discount and a 10% donation to the show. Thanks, everybody. See you all. Have a good night. Thank you.